But you know about Madeline McCann. She came back? Well. <laughs> okay. She came back evil. She came back evil. <laughs> Well, free lunch return. It's happened. One week off. One week off. You're you're wearing the lovely Rottnest Island. I'm back from a holiday, looking tan, and I think a little bit thinner. Oh well, congratulations. I didn't notice. I look strong. I look tan. I look healthy. I look flirty, and I'm thriving. <laughs> I had 17 beers last night, so I just look fat and sweaty. Yeah, you, no, that's all right. You still look good. You still look okay. I can't believe. So you stayed out till 8 a.m., dude. Yeah, it really got out of hand. It really got out of hand last night after the comedy store because it's been obviously it's Mardi Gras, and yeah. so oh that's right it's fucking Mardi Gras, mm. dude. Tell you something about Perth. You forget Pride Month is a thing over there. Oh really? Yeah yeah yeah. You one hundred percent like the entire time I was just like living as if it wasn't um, the month for the gays. Like right. you don't see anything. Yeah. And then the second we touched down in Sydney, especially after like a five hour flight, like we landed at midnight. And I'm like, I'm like in and out of naps and sort of woozy. And then you touch down in Sydney and there's rainbow flags everywhere and p- pride in big mm. like silver and gold and rainbow balloons inflated in the airport. And like on the way down to the train station, there's all, like a million little rainbow flags Yeah. to the point where it's, I was so woozy. I was like, this feels like an alternate reality where the gay Nazis won. <laughs> Ah, yes. Those famous gay Nazis. <laughs> you know what I mean? Every time you see the rainbow flag, you have to salute and then blow someone. <laughs> like an alternate reality where the Nazis were gay and then won. <laughs> That's what 100% would have felt well, like. I, you know, it's, it's weird because, like, obviously, I've only been down here since 2019. And 2020 was COVID. And 2021 was still COVID. Mm. And then I was gigging all last Mardi Gras. Mm. And then this is the first year where I've been walking around and just been like, man, Sydney is the gayest city in Australia. Yeah, 100% it is. is. gay as shit It's gay here. as fucking here, dude. I have never, ever in Sydney or anywhere in the world seen so many middle-aged, ripped, bald dudes mm-hmm. walking around, just clearly coked up to the nostrils. Yes. Yeah. Walking in packs of nine, mm. just all look the same. There is a archetype of gay men that are thirty-eight, bald, in shape, little bit of fuzz on the chin. Yeah, and it's like, and you just see them everywhere. And it's been, uh, it's it. At first, I was like, man, there's a lot of hands, there's a lot of sexy men going on in a Mardi Gras. This is fun. And after a little while, I'm like, am I in a computer game? Like, have I stumbled into gay Nazis? Yeah. Have I stumbled into just because all of them? Just started to look the same? All of them start to look the same. Right. And it's just like, man, this is fucking, this is a little surreal. Yeah, like, so you think that, uh, well, that's probably a good sign, right? Is that you can just, you can have gay NPCs now? Yes. You used to not be able to. No. Every gay person needed to make a point. Yes. Because they needed to. They needed to make a point. They needed to hold their ground in society and they had to be like, hi. And now every, now most gay men could just be like, yeah. Yeah. I'm fucking gay as shit. In Sky in Skyrim lore, the gay man can now be the guy selling the cabbages. He doesn't have to be a wizard. Yeah. And the villagers will attack you harder if you just decide to beat him up. Yeah. <laughs> They'll come after you so hard. Yeah, I think that's probably a good sign is you can be a gay NPC now. Mm. You can be a gay dude and also be like, have you heard of fucking cryptocurrency? Yeah. You know what I mean? Dude, you've got to start getting on to this. We, we, we call it dick coin. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah. gay crypto. Man come coin. Man come coin. <laughs> <laughs> gay crypto. 
<laughs> Dude, that's awesome. I would let's start a gay crypto. Buttcoin. We just call it buttcoin. Gay crypto is the future, gay dude. Gay crypto is absolutely the future. In the cock chain. In the cock. <laughs> Buttcoin coming out of the cock chain. Dude, you can't it's fully traceable in the cock chain. It's absolutely, man. We do uh we everyone come around, we're doing a pause party. Because we're positive you'll make money. <laughs> Why has no one started a gay crypto I yet? I don't know, because they started one based off a dog. Yeah. They, they've done all, like, I don't even know what Ethereum is. It sounds like something Iron Man would put up his butt. Sure. But like, <laughs> yeah. like, Bitcoin, dude. Mm. Bitcoin is right there. It's right there. A gay crypto. How has no one thought of this? Who has heaps of money? Gay people. Well, yeah, people without... Gay Jews. Wives, yeah. Gay what? Jews. What? Gay Jews have Sorry, so much money. I'm just trying to figure out what you want me to say. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, to be perfectly honest, I would say that if you were to view it as a purely non-biased situation, mm. I reckon you would find that the gay Jews are fucking rich as shit. Gay Jews, I feel like, would be loaded. Strong, powerful in business, good with money. Yeah. And at, at what point... Recovering and still angry after the gay Nazi thing. <laughs> My great-granddad didn't suck four dicks in Auschwitz to get out. Just for me to have to march for my right to get married. Oi vey. <laughs> That's awesome. Dude, yeah, because I feel like every other sort of crypto has been tapped. Mm. There hasn't been like a queer crypto where it's like this is crypto for the gay community. I think it's because crypto inherently is, is for whatever reason, is such a straight dude thing it's it's a cishet sport it's a cishet sport and i think what you need is someone coming in to revolutionize the game mm, you need sissy coin you need sissy coin yeah sissy coin butt coin yeah yeah you just rip off doja coin and just doggy coin doggy coin doggy that's coin. great oh another great business idea started here on wall free lunch man dude gay crypto speaking of great businesses today we will be calling the institution that is the urco Yes. The pub in Erskineville, down the road. We're mm. going to see if we can get a free lunch for tomorrow. Because tomorrow, mm -hmm. because you've been away. You've been yep. away in Perth doing the Fringe. Yep. And uh, I have, shall we say, a certain... Found drugs. I may have found some drugs. Yeah, dude. dude. I may Illegal have. fucking shit. So illegal, awesome, man. Dude. And now we're saying it on a podcast so <laughs> everyone knows it's how much right. of a bad boy I Fuck am. Fuck yeah, I saw Joe Rogan do it. We can do it. We can do it, dude. <laughs> no, so I, we it's sort of like uh, rolling into your like welcome back sort of Thank ce you. celebrations. Thank I you. got some mushrooms. And if we can tag on a free palmy of the Urco, That'll be all sick. the better for it. Doing these shows at Perth Fringe, right? Um, me and Beck had this little Q&A mm -hmm. portion. Nice. At the end of these shows. Just because it's like, okay, it's a good time to... It's a it's a good way to fill time. And also just like, ah, we like riffing. Let's see what happens. Every question for Beck mm. was like a podcast listener of hers being like, have you tried this movie? Have you watched this? We love your comedy. Thank you so much. Like, oh, and she's like just reading out like compliments out loud, oh, basically. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. And then like every question for me, the first one that came up was, um, do all Serbs have creepily perfect teeth? <laughs> 
And I was like, at first I was like, oh, that's nice. And I was like, and then Beck was like creepily. And I was like, oh, like, I was like, oh yeah. Like I didn't even, I was, I was so badly starved for a compliment, obviously yeah. that I just saw perfect teeth and yeah, I was like, yeah, like sick. <laughs> and then reread it and it felt like the biggest dig of all time. Creepily perfect teeth. So that, this isn't the end, right? So creepily perfect teeth. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, whatever. And then the next, the next one over was this chick that went, um, She's like, question for Alex. And I was like, oh, cool. Question for me. Awesome. Beck's been getting compliments. What's mine? And then question for Alex. What's your opinion on Joe Rogan? Okay. And uh, I go, okay, so I just want to check who asked this. And this chick, and you can just tell. She puts it, she's like, I asked it. Mm -hmm. And there's just this energy. And I'm like, I have a feeling this chick is not into Joe Rogan. Mm Mm-hmm. She says, "What's oh no?" She says in one sentence, "What's your opinion on Joe Rogan?" That's that Admiral Akbar popping into the back. It's a trap. Yeah, it's a fucking trap. And I was like, in one sentence, she's like, "One sentence will be fine." And I was like, oh, "Okay, um, is King a sentence?" <laughs> Hell yeah, bitch, lean in. And and, and I was like, I, don't, I was like, I don't fucking know, bro. I was like, I'm not gonna stand here and fucking defend Joe Rogan to you. Yeah. I was like, obviously. Obviously, you have an opinion already. What's your opinion? And she's like, well, I think he's a fucking misogynist. And I was like, all right, well, I guess that's your... I was like, I don't know what you want me to do with that. I was like, I didn't come here as... Like, he didn't send me here. Yeah, You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Like, it was, it was given with this, like, attitude of, like, yeah, well, you have to answer for what Joe Rogan's done. And I'm like, I've never met him. I was like, if it was like, what's your opinion on Sam Bowden? I'd be like, at least we have a, a personal relationship. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not going to be like, no, nah, fucking don't be mean about Joe. Like, like, I don't give a fuck. Also, it's my show. Yeah. Fuck Joe Rogan. Yeah. I'm like, right now, I don't care. Why did you come to a comedy show then just to ask me to talk about another comedian? Because obviously she had this impression for me during my set that I was like, somehow gonna be like who said this yeah yeah, sure. you know what i mean and i was like we just will fucking shrug that off whatever and then (laughs) and then my final one was for alex what's your problem with nato A wall free lunch listener <laughs> in the crowd. No, no, it wasn't. A, I'll tell you what, it wasn't a listener. It's because halfway through my set, just like, just I threw it away. I was like, I was in between two bits and I just said, because I thought it'd be funny. I was like, NATO has a lot to answer for. Anyway. <laughs> What's and, your problem with NATO? And I was like, I was like, no one has a fucking, I was like, I don't have a problem. It's like, isn't it just funny to take issue with the allies halfway through your set for no reason? <laughs> isn't that kind of funny? <laughs> Do you know what? All of a sudden, you having to defend Joe Rogan is such small fish. You'd yeah. be like, hold on, I want to know your actual stance on the North um, Atlantic, Atlantic Treaty, Treaty Organization. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, I was like, I don't even know who's in it really. Dude. It's just fun to say. I think this is the thing. I think a lot of the people came to see Beck mm. and I think they w- were not expecting me to come out yeah. and go like, fucking dick, fuck, <laughs> asshole, fuck, NATO. <laughs> And I also have like this, I have this bit that I'm trying to work on about how women have a better marketing team than men. Right. And I've never seen more people just like, you can't even say that men have something not good. You know what yeah. I mean? I don't think you're allowed to say like, men don't have it perfect. Well, that's because we, that's because we rule. 
Yeah, I guess. I mean, you know, we get paid more. Yeah. Our suicide rates are the best. Way higher. Way higher. Straight we up. Fucking rule. That's what's up, man. How many times do you hear like, oh, Bernice, she just had enough. So she started up the angle grinder <laughs> and put her neck over it because she needed to make a point. Because the entire bit about the marketing, tell me what you think of this, was just like, I was like, I'm even, I'm, I'm jealous of women about how they get marketed to. Because mm-hmm. it is very, like, even though it's still backhanded, yeah, it is still pro-women. Yeah. Right? It's yeah, still, it's still like, hey, you might be fat. Mm. But you're beautiful. Exactly. Right? There's yeah. still like, there's an element of like bitchiness, mm. but it's still like, but it doesn't matter anyway. Yeah. Right? And I was like, at least you get marketed to. Yeah. I was like, men don't get, I was like, what gets marketed to men? Utes, meat pies, and the main one is health insurance. <laughs> yeah. Dude, health insurance, it feels like it's, those ads are only for dudes. It's just a really like ex rugby league player just being like, yeah. guys, we might think about throwing the footy. Yeah. But what you shouldn't think about throwing out is your health. Yeah, exactly. It's just two dudes grabbing a schooner and be like, here, here you go, mate, a pint of 4X. You thought about death? <laughs> you know, people are going to be left here after you die. You should leave something for them, you ungrateful cunt. Dude, you weren't easy to deal with in your life, so you know. That's how you sell. Okay, so um, life insurance, I think, is sold to women. Like, hey, you love your kids, right? Mm. Mm. But for men, it's like, do you want to leave a fucking legacy, cunt? <laughs> yeah. $200,000, $2 a week. Yeah. If you don't leave some money behind, your wife's going to get fucked. <laughs> She's going to find a rich dude with a bigger dick. Yeah, that's it. That's exactly what it is. $250,000 after you die, mate. $250,000. Get health insurance or get cucked out in the afterlife. You your are- choice. <laughs> you could be like, you're, gonna, you're a Caesar, dude. Yeah. Caesar life insurance. <laughs> <laughs> Let them remember you. But yeah, I'm just like, that's fucking bullshit. And I think from that, they got the vibe that I was like, men have it hard. And I'm like, can we have not one thing? Can we complain about anything? Is there any single thing that we can complain about that people don't go like, oh, wow. Okay. So incel vibes. Yeah. It's like, oh, you got to let us have a little winch. We still live. Yeah. We still, have, uh, we still live in it's a like, world. What do you think? Life is just high fives. Like, yeah. You think I walk out here? There was like, dink. And I'm like, yo, boys, <laughs> just another day of killing it. Dus, dus, dus. And then we fucking hit a rave. I'm like, I'm like, oh, fuck, man. Let me pay for this. And glow sticks are just dropping out of my pocket <laughs> and money. You fucking idiot. I got nothing to complain about. Yeah. Your privilege still, like, it, it only gets you so far. Like, yeah. you're still parked in a loading zone. You've still got to pay the fine. Your boss is still a dick. Yeah. He just might be slightly less of a dick to you specifically. Yeah. I'm like, dude, I don't get, it's like, I don't get out of a parking fine because I know a handshake because the other guy's a dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? have a secret handshake that means that, oh, all right, man. Bloody yeah. You know, I never get back and be like, whoa, what the fuck? As the guy's putting the ticket in, he's like, oh, sorry, man. I didn't know I was giving this to another bro. <laughs> Dude, My bad, King. There are, <laughs> I think I think there might be also like when you're doing stand up, I think that might also be a little bit of a knee jerk, like, oh, another white man complaining about something. But it's like th- that's where the humor comes from. Yeah. It's it, yeah, it's like, do you want to watch me fucking be up here for an hour just talking about how good it is? Just call the hour victory lap? Are you serious? Dude. Last night, right? I, I was running new gear in at the store because I'm brave. Hey. And I had this line in this bit I'm trying to do about therapy. Mm-hmm. And the line is just like, I don't think men are scared of therapy. I don't think they're scared of therapy. 
I don't. I just think they're scared of getting ripped off. Mm-hmm. And then before it even got to the punchline, this flamboyant old queen stood up and just started like, what the fuck? To the point where it just started this really weird laugh, and I was like, dude, that was fucking David Lynch esque. And then he just did that and sat back down. And I was like, that was so supportive and disruptive at the same time. Because I'm like, you did that just before I hit this punchline. Mm-hmm. But like, just the whole like, damn straight men mm. express their feelings. Here's me doing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> just the look of a man that's been ripped off mm. with therapy his entire life. Yeah, bro. Because also, I feel like you get told like, go to therapy, just fucking. But you also don't realize how much money is going to go into it. Plus, what seems to be quite the journey. It's right here, by the way. Bro. Oh, thank you. Well, it seems to be quite a finding the right therapist. Yeah. That seems to be the whole thing. Cause that, and that's also the reason why like I already think like I already feel exhausted when I start thinking about going to therapy because I yeah. know the first person I get, I'm gonna be like, fuck this person. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well look, that is because everyone I've talked to, it's like, yeah, therapy's good, but you need like you need to get to the twelfth one you before need... you find your actual person. Yeah, you need to find the one that like understands exactly where you're coming from and can actually gel with you. Because I think I've told you about this. My first therapist in mm. Brisbane was a guy called Dr. Kevin, some fucking South African Dutch name. Sure. Kevin de Bruin Spuzen. Let's call him Dr. Kevin Springbok. And uh, he just tried to get me to buy magic mushrooms. Oh, you did? Yeah, you mm. talk, I we think we talked about that on the podcast. And it's just like, yeah, this is why... This is why people don't want to go. Yeah. It's because every now and then you'll get, I got, I got a fucking, one of the telehealth therapists I had from uh, Mind Oasis Clinic here in Sydney, back just when we were, there was no in-person, so I had to fucking look at a computer screen, mm. was a woman that was younger than me. Mm. And every time I talked, she would like give me the face like, mm, I'm learning to listen. Like I'm learning. I'm learning to be empathetic. Mm-hmm. And then everything just ended with, that must have been really hard. Like, like, like straight out, straight out of the gate. Hey, how are you? I'm good, Sam. How are you doing today? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Took the dog for a walk. Um, yeah, I feel, I've, I felt better. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that sounds really hard. No, that's not the hard part. Yeah, I'm just taking the oh. dog for a walk, and it's hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're about to get into it. Yeah. If you think that's the hard part, dude, dude. you wait. I'm gonna fucking. <laughs> do you know what? No one ever. Maybe they do. I would like to go. Like, this is a good. Uh, crowdfund me thing go to a therapist and like see if you can convince them that you have multiple personality disorder oh that's fun like go in and just be like yeah i'm here because i think i have multiple personality disorder no you fucking don't do it i don't what am i doing here what am i go- what am i going on about what am i who are you you're saying it you say- oh, sorry that was uh that was myth. holy fuck you see that do you see that that's what i'm talking about <laughs> that i'm not crazy right that just happened did that just happen? Where did I go? Someone else went there. You've been here this whole time. Oh no, here comes the black one. Oh no, oh no. <laughs> oh no, stop me, stop me. Oh no, 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 stop, stop. Oh shit. Oh shit, it's too expensive. Damn, what the fuck, motherfucker? <laughs> it's your corduroy, motherfucker. Start, start crip walking. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, what's up. Yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> Who need therapy? Fuck this shit. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. That's, oh, I'm so sorry. That's I blacked Durrell. out. Oh, I, I blacked out. <laughs> <laughs> I blacked out. <laughs> Yeah, blacking out is just when you, you, Darrell, your black personality, just decides to take over. Dude, is that is that a sketch? No, it's not. I don't think no, I don't not. think that's doable. Yeah, you're probably right. You can't just be like, oh, thanks. This is what we're thinking. This is what we're thinking. All right, it's a long 
very annoying way for me and Bowden to both do a black accent mm. for two minutes. And it's not passable at all. And it's you might even describe it's it as a career ruiner. Hyper offensive accent. We just wanted to be able to get in a Hyundai i20 and say, damn, this would be cool if this shit bounced. <laughs> nice. LA. I know it. I know it. <laughs> That's where I'm from. That's the Hizud. My name Darrell. I'm Sam's other personality, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> I'm from the Hizzard in LA. She I'm in this Chinese game, motherfuckers about it. <laughs> I'm Black Alex, but you can just call me Al. That's what's up. You can call me Queef. Yo, man. <laughs> you can call me Young Queef. You can call me Young Queefy. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm a I'm a pussy and I fart a lot. That's how I got that name. I'm a pussy and I fuck a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's what's up, young queef. <laughs> then you come back, you're oh, I'm so sorry. How's my Uber rating? <laughs> sorry, dude. That was. Oh my god, it's never been higher. <laughs> <laughs> how do you get a float in the Pride Parade? I think you got to suck the right dick. Yeah, is that how it works? Uh, no, I think I think you can apply because you know at at, in Oxford Street sucking the right dick. I think I think it's you like can a needle in a haystack. That right? is like a needle in a haystack. But I tell you what, it's oh my god, a fun haystack! Never, it's, it is a it's fun a really like, good this haystack. Is the best haystack. <laughs> you can't just apply. You can't just be like, "Hey, I have a float. It's about this." I think you can. Okay. Because you know, obviously Mardi Gras started as like a pretty violent protest. That's right. And then slowly, it, the cops were like, "Ah, we'll only beat him up in the back alleys." And then slowly it turned to the cops were like, ah, who cares? And then at one point, a very large woman called mm. Glenda was like, I like two things, pussy and motorbikes. Here's my pitch, dykes on bikes. And everyone was like, yath queen. Dude, that's how you know that your protest has won, is that it now features like a parade. Yeah. Your, your protest... Has a has a has floats in it now. Yeah, and people come and watch the parade, like like when fucking Neil Armstrong got back from the moon. Mm. Like they come out and like, oh yeah, look look, it's a giant, it's an entire pussy made of flowers. <laughs> Holding the kids up on your shoulders. Oh, this is the fisty float. <laughs> so say, like it, it, it's crazy to think that it started as a protest mm. that just turned into it went so well that they got government funding behind it. Yeah, the protest was so successful, it just turned into a party. Yeah, and now now it's sponsored by American Express. Yeah, yeah. How oh. crazy is that, dude, dude? Revolution bought and sold, man. That's a bank, and the bank is like, we actually think these homos are a good investment. <laughs> yeah, because also now it's like, the, dude. I'll tell you my new favorite article. I saw one on um. On Vi- no, oh no, 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 on Pedestrian, mm. where they were talking about uh, a comedy gig in Sydney. Yeah. And they were like, brought to you by BW Yes. Oh, yeah. And then in the top of the article, they were like, a lot of brands rainbow wash. Not like BW Yes, BW Yes. And then they just went on to like glorify BW Yes's <laughs> rainbow washing. Yeah. It was insane. We, here's how I'm going to test out how committed they are. I'm going to go fuck a dude in a BWS. A BW. I'm going to fuck him in his BWS. <laughs> Big white ass. Big white ass. Yeah, man. It's it's Go fuck a dude in the BWS. <laughs> see, w- see what that does. See if they clap along. If they're like, if they're like I stand with this dude getting reamed. <laughs> in, in, the, in the walk-in fridge. <laughs> in the just, walk-in fridge. 
bent over a carton of la- low and brow. Ha- yeah, hashtag I stand with doggy in the BWS fridge. You become like a national hero. Maybe that's what happens if you have sex in a BWS. Ah, oh, never mind. Come on. You and the other guy, come spit most me up against a gay TM. <laughs> Dude, that's wild. That's dystopian. You have to go to the gay TM to get money so you can spend it at the BWS. <laughs> Isn't that wild? <laughs> Dude, the gay agenda has a one. It's insane, dude. Yeah, the, look, there's it's it is it is fascinating how queer Sydney is as a city, mm. and I I just think it's so I just love that now every brand for World Pride is like, hey, look, two mums, they're buying pants too. Yeah, Target. Yeah, big W. Mm. It's just it's so weird here at Terry White Chemists. Yeah. We're okay with the gays. We're okay with the gays. <laughs> I would love for like it would be great if you get like a Rugs a Million one like that as well. Rugs a Million is the only is the other company that hasn't gotten onto the rainbow washing. <laughs> they <laughs> are. <laughs> it's like you're selling rugs. Yeah, that's because that's sit- the gayest shit there is. Yeah, that's because they're all standing there being like, we can't jump on. We've all made way too many carpet muncher <laughs> jokes. We can't. <laughs> it's rugs, and they're like, it's too obvious. It's rugs. How, here's an idea: Rugs a Million. For all of your favorite rug munch, are you rug muncher? <laughs> so we. <laughs> I'm like, this isn't gonna work. This isn't working. Rugs, of, you are right. Rugs a million, and I've never seen a rainbow sticker on a Bob Jane team up. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> there are none of these like like local radio station ads of these companies. Like the guy that sells blinds, he hasn't figured out to get in on the gay agenda yet. Hello, yeah. Frank, Frank Walker, Walker National, National Tiles. Tiles. Just checking in to say that gay people need tiles too. Stain- We're talking marble. Yes, queen. <laughs> <laughs> Sandstone, go off and slay. <laughs> like the dumb sluts we are. <laughs> We ordered way too many tiles. <laughs> we need to get rid of them, bestie. Frank Walker's ordered so many tiles, it's bankrupted his family and he's going through a divorce, so he's probably going to be gay now too. <laughs> come, on into, come on into Frank Walker National Tiles, literally. <laughs> so it's like they haven't figured out there's a gold mine there. No. It's all the massive banks... Liquor companies, mm. clothes companies, really big businesses. But there's never just like you, you. I've never walked into an Easy Mart to buy a vape, and he's like, "Brother, brother, happy Mardi Gras." <laughs> you guy, discount. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Two for one. Two for one. One for you and one for your top. <laughs> <laughs> Is what? that good? What do you like? What do you like? What are you into? What are you into, big boy? <laughs> Speaking of Pride Month. I thought this is a nice little wholesome story. Mm-hmm. I just thought this is a sweet story. All right, hit me. Check this out. I hope they haven't changed their headline. Maybe, yeah, here we go. Read that out. Straight man accidentally booked seat on gay flight. <laughs> a 29-year-old man got the shock of his life when he discovered he'd accidentally booked a seat on a World Pride flight to Sydney. Oh, okay. There he is. Look at him. He's he's ha, like ha, straight my fat yeah, ass. Yeah, no, I'm like that's dude. That's obviously a drag queen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but 
But yeah, so he he booked this flight. I didn't even know that you could have a gay flight. I think it was like the big. It was the big jet, right? That they painted painted like rainbow and shit. Oh, true. Is that what it says in the? Oh no, I'm, that makes sense. That makes sense because I read gay flight and I was like, I can't. I was like, I think all the flights are straight. I was like, which one's the gay one? Because <laughs> I was like, Jetstar's straight. I was like, Jetstar's straight. Jetstar's straight. I was like, Rex is straight. Rex, Rex is homophobic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> dude, you look at that's a, why it's so cheap. Yeah, you look at a Rex plane and you're like, that plane's angry about <laughs> something. <laughs> it's an angry single engine. That is aircraft. an unvaccinated plane. <laughs> hey, where are you going? Bark Holden, what of it? I'm going out to Orange. All right, cool, 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 cool. Yeah, Sorry, right, dude. Jetstar and Rex are the two straightest kind of broke airlines. One of them's like Bali, and the other one's like, oh, I don't care, mate. Somewhere dry yeah. Yeah. and masculine. Dead center of the country. I want to be right in the middle, cunt. <laughs> the most Australian place. Because I reckon, I'll tell you what, I reckon Virgin's the gay one. Virgin's at the very least bi. Because Qantas, I'll tell you what, Qantas is closet gay. Qantas is closet gay. Qu- Qantas is like Christian family. Mm. Doesn't have, hasn't accepted the fact that they're gay yet. Virgin is out and out gay. Yes. That's why they hire so many Twinkie fucking flight attendants. Oh, bro, you think I haven't noticed? Every time I get on those flights, there's one. And flight attendants, I know that's kind of a thing for people. They normally do nothing for me. Yeah. Can you yeah. just get me my overpriced beer, please? Yeah. It doesn't. But ever the last one I fucking caught down from Cairns, dude. Yeah, couple of twinks, couple oh. of airborne twinks, couple of beautiful like I I, w- I would imagine kind of Dominican looking nice twinks, bold eyebrows, steel drum of an ass, thick head of hair, steel drum of an ass. Want to making me be Jamaican? Let's get down to monkey business, big boy. <laughs> they were um. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Um, I kiss them on the cheek when I see them. Oh, I shake their hand. I lean in. I smell their neck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I see a young fucking twink Dominican. I go, ah, and I, I go, I go, ah, and I come in, I kiss them mm. right directly on and the cheek. And then you do, then you go, so are we doing this? Yeah, I'm, I'm like, all right, let's stop playing fucking games. Hey, 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 you, me, making baby Jesus cry. <laughs> huh? Hey. How about you suck my dick or I suck yours? Hold on. Por que no la That's where you're from, right? <laughs> I, don't mean to be, from. I don't mean to be offensive. I'm sorry. I just I see the entire subcontinent as tacos. <laughs> Sexy Bl- tacos. Though. Blink twice if I fucked this up. <laughs> Hold on. Was that two times or three times? We didn't have a code word for three times. Damn, you're beautiful. I love you. so beautiful. I'm really drunk, by the way. Hey, hey, hey. I gotta, I gotta take a, a kind of a massive shit. <laughs> but then I guess we could say the runway is clear for takeoff. <laughs> so I'll be in there. Is it, was that two blinks? I can't tell. <laughs> so I'll just be in there, right? Okay. <laughs> See you later. You smack him on the ass. You were <laughs> So yeah, that's what I do when I'm on a virgin <laughs> flight. <laughs> 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 
Is that not cool? Is that not what people should do? I think, I, well, I, I'm pretty sure that's in the description when you check your bags and they're like, hey, don't forget to sexually accost a Twinkie flight yeah. attendant. <laughs> it's like any dangerous goods. And I'm like, just this sharp tongue. It's a double standard because then you've just done that to the Twink and then the, the, the air hostess is like, so do you have a problem with your finding your You're like, I can do it. Thank you. I don't need you here. Seriously? Thank you. Thanks. Can you take a step back, please? I'm that. not interested. <laughs> Get shot in the the fucking side with a rubber bullet. Do you know what people <laughs> <laughs> like the air police are right on to you? <laughs> are you serious? I'm fucking talking to him. This has nothing to do. God. Do you know what? What? I love an orange-looking wine. There's something, there's something definitely regal about it, that's for sure. It's very regal. It feels exceptionally regal and f- fancy. I do oh. enjoy... Fuck, bro. How nice is feeling fancy? Feeling fancy is sick. Right? I I had this real thing, and I, I my first partner, Emily, mm. at one point snapped at me mm. and just went, why do you ruin every nice thing? <laughs> <laughs> Which, when she explained herself, she had a really good point. Mm-hmm. And I had to completely change my outlook on life. Mm-hmm. Because every time we'd go somewhere fancy, mm. I'd make a point to be like, this is stupid. Mm. Like, I'd just be, I'd be a menace. Sure, like you're above it? I'm above it. But then... Whatever, this is the intelligentsia. Yeah, this is... This you is enjoy your oysters, the oh, 1%. I enjoy my oysters. Just uh, irony poisoned out the wazoo. Yeah. And then after that, I was like, hold on, what if I just try and enjoy nice things? Yeah, it's nice. And you dude. know what I find about nice things? Very enjoyable. It's really enjoyable. Mm. It's nice to take a break from being like the degenerate animal that you are. Yeah. Like to pretend like you're not that for an evening. You know what I mean? Like you walk into a nice restaurant where they put the little napkin over your <gasps> over your thighs like you didn't jack off four times that day. <laughs> you know what I mean? You get to conveniently you're no longer him. Yeah. The second they put that napkin across your thigh, you are no longer the monster that you usually I, are. I have never masturbated before in my life the moment that happens. It's an immediate cleanse. You mm. are you are sir. Yes. Oh, tell you what. Mm. This is what I've been enjoying. Mm. I'm enjoying just getting a little bit older. Mm. And uh, younger people at cafes and restaurants calling me sir. Oh, you've been enjoying that? I like it. I don't like being called sir. No. I consider maybe I consider myself more of a man of the people than you do, but like I I don't I don't necessarily look down on I don't look down on people. You know this about me. I, I'm a, I'm a Buddhist, and so when I see other people, I don't want them to put me above or below them, like you, right? Or above, not like you. You want them below. Not my thing. Mm. I can't just see them as equals. Right. Okay. Cool. Yeah, you're a real man of the people. But I'm a Buddhist. This is just it, <laughs> it's. I also like I know that he is me and I am him. You know what I mean? Just like I know you you and I are the same and I won't judge you for that weird shit. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> that you just said. Getting called sir is delightful. Nah. Yep. It's great. It implies that you're above them. No, I don't think it does at all. I think it's a term of respect. That's why I'd always make a point. Why, would they, why do they have to respect you? You're at the bakery. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I am at the bakery. I'm at their bakery. <laughs> you have to respect them. You have to be like, thank you for making the and bread. And I do. With but you money. Don't call, you don't call them sir. The oh, respect right. is the money. Right. Okay, I see what you're saying. So 
it's funny thinking that the exchange rate for one sir is exactly the price of a cheesy might scroll. Correct, three dollars eighty. It's like three dollars. Every time I hear sir, I'm like, I'm making it's money it's right good, now. Good. <laughs> I feel it makes me feel expensive. That's wild. One sir costs three dollars eighty. Do you know? Do you know what I found is nuts? Mm. The level, the difference in treatment you get as a man mm. when you're out in a suit. So like, yeah. and I don't mean like sort of the kind of suits I wear on stage. Oh yeah. I mean, where I've got the fucking tie. People are nicer to you. People are like, oh, this, this is a businessman. This is a serious individual, not some stinky poo shit. <laughs> but I think it goes the other way. Whereas mm. like, I don't like and have no real interest in wearing tuxedos. Oh, see, that's what I want to wear. Because that sounds like a fun bit to me. Just like, when would I ever have to wear a tuxedo? <laughs> it's, I think tuxedo is the one thing now that is so fancy and high class. Yeah. Particularly if you get one of the ones, one of the old school collars that go up your neck and then the little wingtips come out. Oh yeah, with I the love bow tie. Those. They're yeah. gorgeous. But it's that one is so fancy and so out of the regular world that if you wore that just on the street, mm. people would just be like, is that billionaire lost? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like the Monopoly man came to life. If you turned up in a tux to drinks, we would all perceive it as disrespect. Yeah, people were like, what the fuck is your problem? <laughs> what, you, what the fuck is your problem? Are you serious? As you sit, you throw the tails out. As you sit on the picnic bench. <laughs> you're like, fuck you, dude. I brought party pies. <laughs> oh, party right. pies. La dee da. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You're a real fucking asshole. <laughs> you're Oh, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, have some Kirk's Lemonade. Oh, Kirk's oh, Lemonade. Here we go. Oh, the boutique shit. Yeah. I'll tell you what I do kind of really like, though, is those the ones where it's like, it's instead of a bow tie or a tie, it's like a cravat that goes down into the waist. Oh, coat, yeah, it is nice. And then there's like a little gem or something that's in nice. the middle. Oh, dude, that's what I want. <laughs> that is cool. And what happened to the top hat? Dude, what happened to hats in general? If there's one thing that my generation, I think, feels cheated on, it's not not being able to afford a house. Mm. Sorry, it's not being able to afford a house. I don't think it I, I don't think it's about like how good it was like when Australia was Australia all that yeah. shit. I think my generation feels cheated about not wearing a top hat and it's fine. Well, no top hats, no just nice walking to work hats. No. Because also, same deal. I walk out with a top hat right now. I get egged in the street. Uh, straight away. I get an egg throw. I get knocked direct. The top hat comes right off cuz oh, I yeah. try and I have to find it on the concrete. And a rabbit crawls out yeah, of it. I'm like, like, oh, oh, like, oh, fuck, that was for later. <laughs> I'm rich. I eat rabbit. <laughs> Live rabbit. <laughs> like an insane dude that just became rich. Rich people eat live rabbit and wear top hats <laughs> and put what they're going to eat inside the top hat. <laughs> That's the only secret they're keeping. You know what I mean? That's what Epstein was blackmailing people <laughs> over. Be like, hey, we can't have it getting out that rich people wear top hats <laughs> and put their food in the top hat. Inside the top hat. <laughs> and they only eat live rabbit. That's what he that's that's what he got assassinated over. And he all. was about to leak it. <laughs> just Bill Clinton just about, we can't have this getting out as he takes off his top hat, starts eating a rabbit. <laughs> So what happens when you become prisoners while they're taking you into the back room? They're yeah. like, all right, look, we've got to tell you something. Yeah. Area 51 has aliens. We actually did 9-11. And also, mm. look under your hat. Yeah. He's like, holy fuck. Holy shit. You're rich now. <laughs> You're rich now. We eat live rabbit out of the hat. 
Back in the sacrificial way? No, no, no. In pure enjoyment. This is this is how you say it. It's rich. delicious to you now. You're one of us. You don't know much about the Madeline McCann current situation, do you? No. But you know about Madeline McCann. She came back? Well. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So she came back evil. She came back evil. <laughs> Is oh, that it? <laughs> she is back and more evil than ever. Damn it, dude. It's like Superman. Dude, she started the Russia-Ukraine conflict. <laughs> she was like, I only disappeared for 14 <laughs> years to return stronger. <laughs> She's got like a robot arm and shit <laughs> now. <laughs> See, Crimea is a very strategic position <laughs> to be taking. <laughs> <laughs> no, I okay. may have disappeared in Portugal, but I will reemerge all through Europe. <laughs> People start seeing her in her toast and shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there is a stain on the wall of the chapel that will look like a Madeleine <laughs> McCann. <laughs> what does this mean? I don't know. Put fifty candles out and charge two euro. <laughs> You know, have you been to the British Museum? They have the Shroud of Madeline. <laughs> it's the scarf she was wearing before she got taken to the dark side. <laughs> <laughs> the scholars say the secret to defeating her <laughs> is in the Shroud. <laughs> but we have yet to explore the beautiful mysteries of this artifact. That's why we have hate. I've been playing so much Assassin's Creed. <laughs> oh, oh, dude, so have I. Oh, I want to talk to you about it. Let's do the right, Madeline right, McCann. Right. So, Madeline McCann has been missing for ages, right? She, got, she, she disappeared in a beach hotel in Portugal in like 2003 or whatever. Mm. And her parents have always just been like, we didn't kill her. But then every time someone's like, we have evidence of where Madeline McCann is, they go, no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> And so it's really sus. The the circumstances around her disappearance are so sus. But a Polish woman has come out and said that she's Madeline McCann. What? Julia Faustina, also referred to as Julia Wendell and Julia Wondelt, a 21-year-old Polish woman who went viral after she claimed to be Madeline McCann, the little girl who vanished in a Portugal holiday resort in oh, 2007. If Madeline was alive today, she'd be 19. Now, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Immediately, the parents are like, this is definitely not her. Yeah. And the woman goes, well, then let's do a DNA test. And the parents nah. are like, no, because you're not her. Like, it's like, we don't want to do a DNA, but she's going to do it anyway. And I think they're getting a court order over it. I think it's gone so, so far. So this is the side-by-side photos. Fuck. I can kind of see it. You can kind of, you can particularly see it like in the jawline. Yep. The Eyes. N- the nose. But the, I, the the one thing I've noticed is the brow ridge is different, but the lips are the same. Like it's actually, it's actually not far off, eh? Yeah, I can sort of see it. Mm. So I'm, I've been following this very closely because if it turns out that she's, and then also this Julia woman has been like, uh, my parents were never truthful with me, and then I managed to convince them to tell me, and they said I was adopted, and so they're like, I know my parents have been lying to me. Where did I come from? I'm pretty sure I'm Madeline McCann. And it's like, what the fuck is going on? Whoa, but dude. But at every turn, the parents are like, no, you're not. She's not still here. That's fucking sus. She's not still here at all. Uh, we're really sorry. She's dead. Guys, guys, 
She she's is dead. dead. And we, we're I feel so it. upset about it. We're so upset. I can feel it in my bones. She's gone. My baby girl's gone. Yeah. I might be your daughter. Why are you not Shut jumping the on that the first chance you get? Yeah. No, that's sus as fuck. Like a DNA test? Yes. Yes. It's also, by the way, it's so crazy. If it does come out that she isn't Madeline McCann, it's wild to think that it's taken this long for someone to be like, Hold I'm on. I'm Madeline McCann. Hold on. You're telling me I'm fucking Polish. You've got to be having a fucking Rolly Judger or something, aren't you? But it's just wild that you can come out as Madeline McCann. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just like, if, that's what I'm going to start doing if gigs start going badly. I'll be like, oh, Madeline McCann. But like, I, should, I should top this off with. <laughs> see, I think I'm deeply closeted Madeline McCann. Yeah? I can't see how I am, but I know I can feel it deep down. That you might be Madeline McCann. I might be Madeline McCann as yeah, well. Yeah, that it's like a... like forgotten memory sort of situation mm. yeah what if i uh, instead of finding myself in spain i actually lost myself in spain damn it's a good line i'm that's madeline mctrans <laughs> that's what i am i am madeline mccann uh look a lot's changed in the last 14 years <laughs> Please refer to me as uh, Matthew McCann. A 30-year-old, th- like, 6'1 dude being like, holy fuck, I'm Madeline McCann. <laughs> you get a lot of people who think they're Jesus. You don't get a lot of people <laughs> being like, I'm Madeline McCann. Yeah, you don't, you don't get a lot of, like, something that's like, a man that believes he's Daniel Morecambe. Yeah, like Spartacus. Yeah. I'm Daniel Morecambe. Yeah. I'm Daniel Morecambe. <laughs> yeah. I'm Daniel Morecambe. There's a lot less, There's a, I'll tell you what, this is what I don't like about real life. There's a lot, a lot less reveals. You know what I mean? Mm. Rarely are, are you in like a, rarely are you in a coliseum where you're coming up against the number one fighter who's worn a mask this entire time, so mm. no one knows his identity, and then he takes the mask off and it's been Daniel Morecambe this entire time. Yeah, that it, doesn't happen enough in real life. The, it's really depressing that now all of the mysteries of the world, if they're a mystery, it's probably really bad. Yeah. Is there anything else to cover, or you? I don't think so. I think we're pretty good. Well, you've well, you've got me into Assassin's oh, Creed. Let's Odyssey. Talk about Assassin's Creed, yes. Mm. So it's as usual has taken me a good. As I would say I've, I've put maybe five hours into it so far, mm-hmm. and it normally takes me five hours to get into a game. Mm-hmm. But now I'm fucking invested. Are you in? I'm in, and, and I'm not fighting with sword anymore. I got a spear. That's dope. Nice. I'm Spears not in a game. Yep. This is the game blue balled me really hard mm. because there's uh, one quest at the start if you remember. The three hundred? Sorry? The three hundred? No, 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 no. Uh, further in, further in. Where it's uh you have to go and take back the shroud of Odysseus's wife. Yeah. And then you free a prisoner and the prisoner's a lady and she's like, I've always wanted to go to the ruins of Odysseus. I'm Odysseus descendant. And he's like, Everybody say this. <laughs> I do not think this is true. Are you Alexios? Yeah, I'm Alexios. Yes. Yeah, yeah, nice. And she goes, no, this is his house. I come here for this. And it's like, why is this important to you? Yeah. What it, uh, what's what's under that top? And <laughs> I will help. Show me them tits. Show me them tits and then we talk. Well, so then we get there. The quest, because I'd already half completed it without knowing it, mm. was 30 seconds long. We get down to the beach and uh, I remember her there's a conversation and then one of the options you can pick is call her cute. And so I go, and he's like, you know, you know, you look really cute when you are mad or whatever. Yeah. And she goes, oh, I look cute, do I? Well, there are other words we could use as well. And she goes, I look forward to hearing them from you. And I'm like, am I about to side quest this bitch into the drywall? (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) What is going on with this game? 
what have I just picked? And then she was getting really, really flirty. And then one of the options was um, tell her, like, tell her to fuck off, mm. um, say you've got to go. And one of them was like, um, I, it was like, I think you're special. Mm. And so then I clicked on that one, and it was, you are special. You should not be worrying about chasing Odysseus's legacy. You should go out and live your life, mm. find your own truth, do it that way, do it your way. And she goes. Hmm, I never trust mercenaries. This is terrible advice. Be gone with you. And then she left. I was like, I thought I was going to fuck. Damn, dude, the game does that. Oh, yeah? The game does that a lot. This is the thing. I'll tell you what, and this is so true. Assassin's Creed Odyssey has made it so... Speaking, shout out Pride Month, has made it so easy to have gay sex. Wait, really? It makes it so easy to have gay sex, dude. In this, inbuilt in the story. In the story, you have like 25 opportunities to have gay sex. Not one in the story do you have an opportunity to have straight sex. Well, I mean, it is based in Greece. It is in Greece. But so I'm like, yeah. historically good. Mm-hmm. The best part about the game is that if you successfully fuck, it gives you experience points. Really? Yeah, yeah. And it's so fun because there are these side... I found a side quest where this uh, this woman was like, my husband, he no longer have a hard penis. I need to make sure that he can satisfy me like that, right? And I was like, okay. I was like, okay, where are these materials? And she's like, I need the dragon's egg. It's a flower that that only grows on the north side of the island. And then you go get the thing, you come back. And she's like, ah, oh, perfect. I crush it up for my husband. And then the husband drinks it. And he's like, and it cuts, and he's like, I'm sorry, it's not working. If only I could please you somehow, or someone could please you. Uh-oh. And then it's like conversation option, which is like, well, I could have sex with your wife. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, obviously that one. And he goes, well, I could have sex with your wife. And he's like, oh, please. I would love nothing more than for someone to please her. And then you have sex with this dude's wife. And no bullshit, I have sex with her in the game. And I come out and I get enough experience points to level up. (laughs) (laughs) And so you get that whole like, like the goosh and like golden (laughs) like outline all over your body. You get to pick a new assassin. (laughs) You get a new skill ability. (laughs) Uh, Like that was the biggest cum of all time that he got better at the bow and arrow. (laughs) (laughs) He had such a big cum that he could shoot three arrows (laughs) at once now. He did more damage. Oh, I'm looking forward to that part of the game. Dude, so much fun. I'm so glad you're having a good time with it. I love Assassin's Creed. I'm about to play it after you go. I'm going to play it a little bit more. I've now, I'm now in the end game. I've already finished the main storyline. There is a reveal that you're going to get to, mm-hmm. and it opens up this other side of the story uh-huh. that you can only finish after you do the main storyline. Right. And I'm there now. I'm like at the very end. Okay. It's fucking awesome. I'm looking forward to it. You're gonna love it, dude. I've uh, I've just unlocked the um the Colosseum or whatever. Not the Colosseum, but a like fighting Colosseum. Oh yep, yep, yep. yep. But it was like recommended level fifteen, and I'm still at six. I think. I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. But that's also really fun. Like it's yeah. like gladiator shit. All right, nice. It's fun. It's a fun fucking game. Dude. I'm I'm enjoying it immensely. It's it's nice because I haven't had I haven't had anything since Ghost of Tsushima, with the exception of you know like Fortnite and Overwatch and just the easy online mm-hmm. fuck around games. So it's good. I get to be Alexios. I get yeah. to go swimming Demistios. with the fish. 
The Mistios. Dude, how sick is the voice acting in... Just like... So it's good. it's very campy, I reckon. It's very campy. It's very Because ca- it's all just like... Okay, well, I am the eagle bearer. Yeah. Perhaps I can help. The gods brought me here. It's all just like semi-queer. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it's got... I mean, even the like the main story... The, the guy that you have to go get the shroud for who, and then he lets you keep it and so it ups your uh, protection or whatever. Mm. Uh, and then who asks you to go heal this general? Mm. This man is gay shit. He got like a half-shaved chest. Yeah. He's pretty much naked. He's like, I need you. Silver hair? Silver hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need you. There is a first time for everything, yep. Alexios. Just so you know, that guy, you get an opportunity to fuck like eight times. Oh, really? Game. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's so easy to have. Like, at the end of some mainline story missions, it's like, you saved the entire village, Alexios. Now, perhaps we can go back to my tent and have a guest sex. <laughs> and then you have to be like, no, thank you. My player is very uncomfortable by this. <laughs> <laughs> We've had way- I, we tried it once and it made us feel weird in the game for some reason. Option A, what is gay sex? <laughs> Option B, where is this tent? Option <laughs> C, I will have gay sex with you. <laughs> I will have revenge for my family. <laughs> Which horse did you pick? Which horse uh, the did middle you pick? one, I can't remember his name. Phobos? Might be Phobos, yeah. I got Phobos as well. Yeah, yeah. I was like, and I, I don't like when like the options were like, he tells you about the three horses. It's like, this first horse, very good. Runs across mountain terrain, very comfortable. Mm. This second horse, reliable. This third horse, reliable. Which one do you want? Mm. I was like, option B. Mm. Are you sure you want option B? There is many things <laughs> yeah, that are right. wrong with option B, <laughs> but you can't get out of it. Yeah. You're like, no, I want option B. I said what I said. <laughs> I saw that as well. I was like, oh, fuck, dude. Because I got the same thing. Mm. Y- are you sure? Because the horse, I forgot to mention, shit horse. Shit horse. Very, very terrible. Bad. When you climb mountain, he glitch. He <laughs> glitchy horse. Glitch. How you explain glitch? <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay. You are in simulation <laughs> right now. Right, right, right. Okay. In the, I know this looks like Peloponnesian War to you, but really, guy with his balls out is playing. <laughs> and he is uh, stoned. Uh, he's and he's had four beers, and he's very mad at the television. <laughs> you wonder why you keep crouching. <laughs> you wonder why you're straight, but you keep having this gay yes, sex. You are being controlled by a man in stubby shorts and bucket hat. Because that's his Saturday night, okay? That's this is what it is. And you're like, oh. okay, accept, I guess. Great pee! <laughs> great horse, great. Okay, it's time to get a free lunch. I think it's time to get a free lunch. All right, the Urko Hotel. Have yeah. I been to the Urko? I reckon you have. It's got a really lovely beer garden. The food's really, really good. The ser- service with a smile. Mm. Dogs welcome. Man, I, they haven't even had to ask me to leave that place. Shit, they'll be nice to me if I go there? They'll be very nice to you. And the, it's it's sweet. The toilets are tiny. It's not like one of these pubs where I walk in, they throw rocks at me. Not one of those pubs. And those. go, Avast! <laughs> Away with you, you swarthy landlubber. And I go, yeah. <laughs> And I disappear into the shadows. Dude, we got to stop going to haunted pirate bars. Yeah, they don't want us there. They don't want us there. Me going, please, just a slice of bread, sir, please. 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 Why, I've never tasted water in 190 years. Surely, sir, you don't finish that entire chicken parmesan. (laughs) (laughs) Don't be taking none of them sweet potato fries Davy Jones be after ye. (laughs) Yeah, man. Just a bunch of pirates on milk crates and shit. 
Yeah, drinking Pirate Life IPA. Yar. Obviously. The beer named after ye. Yeah. Like, which beer would you like? And he's like, are ye serious? (laughs) Bro. (laughs) Bro. There's one called, like, fucking Pirate Life. It's absolutely perfect. (laughs) What are you talking about? No, I'll get a 4X, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Fucking retard. (laughs) 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 Fucking... Dude, could you imagine if a pirate bar existed, how busy the pokies rooms would be? Oh, yeah. Just a constant string of... Oh, wait, hold on. You go... Ding, 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 ding. All right. Ding, 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 Yar. All right, let's call the Urko. Let's call the Urko. All right, do we have a tactical plan for this? Um... I got nothing for you right now. I just, I'm genuinely like just keen for to honestly get this part over with. All right, okay. <laughs> These motherfuckers. Uh, let me guess how this is going to end. We don't get a free lunch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to spoil this for any first time listeners. Do you know what? This podcast started with the fun idea of trying to get a free lunch. But the longer we fail at trying to get a free lunch, I think it's changed from being optimistic about getting free lunch mm. and the benefits and the Buddhist nature of perseverance. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We absolutely refuse. We've both reached Nirvana. Um, okay. Let's give this a crack. That's cool. If they're like, no, we can't offer you a free lunch. We go, well, yeah, look, we've both re- reached Nirvana anyway, so. Like when the girl breaks up with you, like instead of you be like, well, actually, I was going to break up with you. You're like, well, I actually already reached Nirvana, so it's pretty good for both of us. Five bucks, you go, yo, my man. All right. You hear his name, the name, and then you go, his name, my man. You're on. All right. Sweet. Do fun. I need to bring back Young Kui? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Please, God, no. Oh, what's going on with the lands down? It's not like it's a Saturday afternoon at the pub or anything. Because <laughs> it is. Oh, the lands down, the Yoko. <gasps> Thank you for calling oh. the Yoko. Oh. Fuck it, bro. Fuck it this week. I'll tell you why. We don't need to get a free lunch this week. I'll tell you why. Why? Because we're giving a free lunch this week. We are going to give a free lunch away. That's right. Because in celebration of our thousandth download, which is a big deal for us, we've only had one podcast before this. And I think Mm. it ever got to like, I think it got to like 400 listens. Yeah, 400 listens. But I will admit. For if there's anyone here that was listening to the boys watch Charmed now listens to this, first off, thank you for crossing over. Yeah. Do you know what? Small boys watch Charmed was small, mm. but Loyal. people fucking came to shots. Yeah, bro. And I'd like to think some of them are still here with us today. That would be very nice if it was about us and not about the show Charmed. Do you reckon anyone that listened to the boys watch Charmed has died? Because <sighs> there was one listener there from the Congo, <laughs> and like that is not your life expectancy in the Congo is incongruous. Oh, that was so close. It was so close. That was right there. It was there, really dude. close, but it didn't really work. I really appreciate the jump, though. We have to take risks. We have to take risks. <laughs> that was a big creative risk, but I put myself out there. But anyway, for the thousandth download, we thought it would just be fun instead of getting a free lunch. We pay for someone to have a free lunch. I think that is a fantastic idea. So I reckon this is how we do it, right? This episode's going to come out, mm-hmm. uh, well, next week, our time. Mm-hmm. And so you need to email us 
at wallfreelunchpod at gmail.com. And what do you want to do? You want to do first in best dressed? I'm not sure. Or is it even email? Like, can we get more creative with it? Ooh, okay. What are you thinking? Well, I don't want to do any of that bullshit where it's like, go to our YouTube and subscribe. I don't want to do that. Yeah. Email might be nice because then we can just like, we have everybody's emails to just catch up. <laughs> we can be like, hey, how you doing? What about this? How about this? Yeah. You have to email us to get a free lunch. Mm. But we need you to write a poem about why you want the free lunch. And the the best poem wins. I'll tell you what. I'm going to make it easier. Okay. The poem, I think, is going to... It, it's too much thought. Okay. Right. For someone that just casually wants a free lunch. Mm-hmm. I reckon, what if they just email us with the, the, the lunch that they want? <gasps> their perfect lunch. Oh, and who has the best perfect lunch? Where our money is going to be best spent? Mm-hmm. That person gets it. And it doesn't, that doesn't mean go expensive. Just get creative with it. Yeah. I like that. You know what I mean? Email us your perfect lunch and uh, we will announce the winner on the next episode of the podcast. Yeah. And I reckon whatever the lunch that they want is, mm. we just cover it. We split it between us two. Yeah. I think that's so good. So if idea. it's like a $120 bottomless brunch or whatever the fuck. Uh, it's, I swear to fucking Christ. You're not going to like, I'm not going to like your chances if you're like... I really love a lobster caviar roll <laughs> with a glass of burgundy. But maybe, because maybe that makes us feel something and that's actually who we reward. Yeah, okay, all right. Who knows? We'll see. But yeah, if you want the free lunch, send us a little email and we'll pay for your lunch. Oh, very important, very mm. quick. World Free Lunch Live in Sydney is now on sale. It's on sale. It's on sale. Links will be in both our bios and... You can use the code Sepuku for two for one tickets if you listen to this podcast. That's right. And if you don't know how to spell Sepuku, Google it. Yeah, you'll figure it out. You'll get there. Um, as as usual, uh, we should clarify it's not just going to be like a live podcast. It's not just going to be us talking shit for now. That'll be part of it, but we've prepared other stuff for it. That's going to be a little bit more like structured, a little bit more gamey, a little bit more fun. We want to, we want to do, we really want to do like a live podcast. That's kind of more of a show. Yeah. So we're going to have special guests, I think. I think so. We'll see. And I think I, I'm really excited for it. Me too. Um, we need, still need to write it. We still but, need to write it. But I think it's going to be sick and we've made it competitively priced. So even if you don't want the two for one ticket, it's like a $15 ticket. I think it's like 20, 20 bucks. 20, 20 bucks. bucks. That was the cheapest they'd let us go. It's literally the che- cheaper than anybody else's ticket. Yeah, man, fucking, you could go see us for $20 for two tickets with the code Sapuku, or you can see Will Anderson stand still for $49. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're losing money. We're losing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, get that, bring a plate. And uh, anything else, Sammy? Do you have Not really. I, I think, oh, really quickly, shout out to uh, Keely and I think Marty. I really hope I didn't fuck up those names there for coming out to the Wollongong show. That's um, right. Well, free lunch listeners, you guys rule. Um, all right. That's everything. Like and subscribe. Love you, everybody. Bye. Bye.